Hey, welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, this podcast where I try to hear every song that's ever existed. Coming at you with another COVID check-in call, uh, this time with my dear friend Jack Stay Clue. She was on an early episode talking about death songs. I do want to give a little update. I probably will do a couple more of these COVID check-ins, but now we are in phase one of reopening things in my area. So hopefully I'll be able to start doing conventional episodes again soon and can make those work. Um, but yeah, but these have been fun. I've been really enjoying them. Hopefully a few more will come. Uh, but guys, in the meantime, please follow me on Instagram at James P. Crowley on Twitter at James P. Crowley 68. Um, Jax doesn't have social media that she wanted to promote. Uh, so just follow me on those and now enjoy this episode with Jax. Bye. She asked if she could borrow a record for like a piece that I'm doing. So oh, I found this also super interesting that like um because in class, maybe because school is different, they have to um notify us that they're recording. Like a thing pops up that you have to agree to record it to record. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I granted that's a school thing. So I think there's like some special things around like doing classes that yeah. they have, you know. So I think there's like a certain thing. makes makes sense. Um I so one of the things I this is the first time I'm saying it on a call because uh, so this does record the video too. Interestingly enough, I know. Um, oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so I do think that maybe at some point I will post the video files on YouTube too, if that's okay with you. That's fine. Verbal consent. It's in the video. It doesn't matter. Never coming down. Um, but yeah, no, because I. I, I've got the ones with um, Peter and Sean, too. And I'm like, I'm not going to post any, like, right away. But I figure, like, uh, or not Peter, with uh, Sean and Jonathan. And I figure at some point we'll, uh, I'll post those and it'll be fun. But I'll text them. Were my songs, like, completely different than theirs? Yeah, but their songs were completely different from each other's. Oh, okay. <laughs> like... I mean, you could see it. You don't even have to listen to the podcast to see it because I posted it on my Instagram, like the albums where like Sean had sort of like, like very dad rock sort of taste. Dad rock, dad rock and like movie type stuff. Um, Didn't he have the killers? He had the killers. He had a Tom Petty song. He had um, a song from the movie Sing Street. He had a song from uh, the High Fidelity reboot and a Rolling Stone song. I, I heard that too. I didn't like the movie, so like I've been hesitant, but maybe I'll check out the show. Um, at some point. And what, what did um, Jonathan have? And Jonathan's was like all hip hop and R and B, so <laughs> like kind of exactly what I expected. And like, no offense, yours is also kind of exactly what I expect from you. Yeah. Um, especially because like of the people that I keep in contact with in quarantine. Um, like you are one of the people I keep in close contact with. Also, I just feel like I have like the most like diverse. Like I, I feel like mine was kind of like there was like kind of. I guess yeah, kind of, but I also mean, I have a, also I have a very diverse taste. I feel like I have right. a, like a little bit more of a diverse taste in music. Well, so, well, we'll get into it in a yeah. second, but yeah, so. uh yeah, I it's it's one of those things where like it was exactly what I expected from you. Theirs was a, kind of exactly what I expected from them. Jonathan had like a curveball. I think Sean had a curveball. Um but like I've known you for 20 years. So yeah. it's kind of hard for you to throw me a curveball. <laughs> um but uh yeah. So before we get into the playlist, like I said, I've been keeping in close contact with you, so this is less for me. But uh, what have you been up to in quarantine? Um, work. I have to work from home, so I'm. I guess you could say I'm lucky with that. that I can at least work from home. Yeah. Um, 
school I graduated so yeah congratulations I graduated I don't think I texted you congratulations because I saw you the night before and I was like congratulations you're graduating tomorrow yeah so graduation um just lots of walking yeah and then I'm just like I go on the walking path and like everyone from like the city not just the city but probably everyone is just coming to go to walking paths now it's like yeah now I actually have to bring a mask on a walk now (laughs) Oh, I don't do that stuff. Or sometimes sometimes I do. If I'm just staying within the neighborhood, it's kind of, I just walk on the other side of the street. But sometimes I'll, I'll just keep it in my pocket if I go onto the walking trails. Yeah. If I like, I've been going for walks with Logan sometimes. So like, I always bring a mask when I do that. Um, but different. Yeah, I've been trying to also read more. So I just yeah. have been doing at least the first Harry Potter book for right now. Just to get back into that. And then, you said you're trying to read the series, right? Yeah, I'm going to try to start out with at least the first Harry Potter book for right now, and then have a stack of books that I need to either finish. I have, like, three books I have to finish. I'm looking at my stack of books, and then there's a couple books I have to, like, start. So I was probably going to intertwine it with, like, the Harry Potter one. Mm-hmm. So I've just been sitting on, like, my front steps and just kind of just people watching and reading. Yeah. on um, I want to say it was Monday. I just, like... I went for my walk with Logan and then I went for my walk with Logan and then I went to Whole Foods and I bought like some beers because Whole Foods has like the best beer selection I think of any supermarket. I have never been to Whole Foods. Um, I've, I've been like twice, but like the one in, the, Chappaqua? The one in yeah, the one in Chappaqua um, and just good beer selection. And I was like, this is great. I love it. Yeah. I've never been, I've, I think once I like um, down in, so I had to go to the Apple store in Bridge Hill down in Yonkers because the one at the Westchester was closed to get my iPhone fixed. And I parked in like the parking garage that the um, the Whole Foods was like attached like to the parking lot. So I kind of just, because it was cold out, I kind of just cut through like the lobby. Of right. Whole, that was like the closest I got to being to Whole Foods or in a Whole Foods. It's cool. They have some like good and interesting stuff. Um, but like their beer selection is like very good. Like they've got like, they have just like a lot of different like craft beers. So like, you know, you could kind of just like be like, what do I want to try? And be like, that looks cool. Yeah, I think I, the only reason I found out about it was I think I was going from I don't know how why I think I was coming from like Mount Kisco down to like to work so I think I like was on 117 or something just driving and it like caught my attention I was like I didn't know there's a Whole Foods like up here because we don't really we don't really get like the fancy stuff up up here it's more of like a city thing it feels like um and yeah I was talking to uh, yeah I only knew about it because well because Logan worked at the gym that's there too Oh, the really, like, really fancy gym. Yeah, and he was like, oh, do you want to just, like, hang out at Whole Foods? Because they have, like, a little, like, sit-down area. So he's like, we well, just sit here and, like, write and stuff. And I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I remember I went to um, the Chico's once, not the one in Millwood, but I went to the one in, like, in Armand because I had to meet, like, a couple people there. And it was, like, literally, like, the fanciest thing. The one in Stonemars also looks super fancy, but the one in Armand is, like, I literally went upstairs and had a full-blown, like, bar. Ooh, like yeah it was like a full-blown bar like i think it was like probably like maybe a little bit bigger than lucy's like floor wise i'm always like, curious about like bar uh, lately i've been a little curious about like bars in other towns in westchester because even though like obviously other towns have bars i feel like the only bars that like we go to are like Briarcliff, Pleasantville, maybe Thornwood, Terrytown, White Plains, Austin, and then White Plains, <laughs> and like, but there's like, I barely go. To, I like, I barely go to the one Austin, but I just really just do. If I do the bar, it's three westerly. Yeah, that's pretty much like about. It yeah, like. and I lived lived in this town for my entire life, and it's yeah. really better the boat at the boathouse. Yeah, I never go to like the stuff over in Croton or like. I've done Croton, I think like a couple times. Yeah. Life's weird. Yeah, I was thinking of the scholar the other day, last night. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, now, now it's a Mexican restaurant. Um, but, but yeah, before we just start talking about bars, let's get into your playlist and the stuff that you've been listening to in quarantine. 
Um, and your first pick was X featuring Carol G by the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Ooh, la, la, by the pool, and I was like super excited so I was just like oh this is actually like pretty pretty the music video was actually pretty cool because they filmed it all in quarantine oh okay which was like pretty cool I feel like we're gonna see so many fucking quarantine music videos and I feel like by 2021 there's gonna be like a movie that was shot all in quarantine yeah so I mean it was definitely like a fun and it's also just like a fun kind of like upbeat yeah I I thought maybe you put this on because you've texted me a handful of yeah. times. Have you listened to the new Jonas Brothers song? And I was like, nope. <laughs> and you were like, I'm going to force you, motherfucker. Yeah, but I, it was a little bit of that. And also, I literally just been having the song on, like, repeat, so. Yeah, I, like, I, I enjoyed it. it. It's funny, too, because, like, the rose-tinted goggles of Happiness Begins have kind of worn off, where, like... When Happiness Begins, I really enjoyed it, and I thought it was a pretty good album. Um, and, like, it, for, for what it is, it is. But, like, I remember being, like, way more excited about it because I was like, I'm not an elitist prick that hates the Jonas Brothers anymore. Um, yeah, I actually found it. I think I threw it. I had it because I was going through my... Um, my concert tickets, and I found the receipt for when I saw the Jonas Brothers at the IZOD Center... That's what was that in like 2008? 2009. I saw them at the IZOD Center. My mom said it was one of the loudest concerts she's ever been to. All those screaming And I can attest girls. to that. When I, saw them, when I saw them last year, that was still a pretty loud concert when I saw them at the Barclays Center. But two, my two tickets were awesome seats for them. Jordan Sparks opened. I think it was like 160 bucks for the two of them. For the two. Nice. Pretty good. And then I saw them last year and I that was a really, really fun concert. And now concerts aren't happening ever again. Nope. <laughs> Sorry to bring the mood down. <laughs> but yeah, but like when I saw them last year, they were a lot of fun. And also it's fun now listening to them just because it's, um they did like a Nick Jonas solo song. I think they did Jealous. And then they did Cake by the Ocean. So that was a little like fun because I wasn't really expecting them to do that yeah. like during their concerts, but I was excited for this one just because it's. I was like, "Oh, what are they? What are they doing?" Anything something different, something exciting. Yeah, so I, I mean, it's definitely like pretty. It was definitely catchy, and I was like, yeah. "I can, I can definitely see them playing it when like the bars open up again." <laughs> well, so I mean, that's the thing I was thinking about, like literally as I was going to call you. <laughs> is like so i've been getting my like notifications for concerts getting moved and stuff and like now the things that are getting postponed are just getting pushed to 2021 which like makes sense i get it makes you know cool but like now i'm super worried because like artists are still going to release music while quarantine is going on and like some people are delaying things some people are moving things around but like you know, it really varies depending on what it is. So, like, when, like, concerts can resume again, what's it going to be like if, like, oh, you know, I have tickets to Jason Isbell, but, like, you know, fucking the Jonas Brothers just put out a new album in quarantine for the sake of argument. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be weird. I think it's also going to be, like, interesting because I just think of just, like, an artist uh, in general, kind of, um, they, 
I want to use Lady Gaga as an example because I know she's coming out with Chromatica or whatever. So this is like her yeah. new like era. So sometimes people probably people like they plan out. So is this going to like push back for other like eras like going forward? Is it going to like push? Is it going to like push back? Well, I don't think Gaga has her other stuff worked out. But you know what I mean. I, yeah. I just wonder if it's going to. Well, I mean, so what I would say is in ter- in regards to that. Yes, if yes, in the sense that like if she's like okay, I put out Chromatica, now I'm just gonna like chill until quarantine's over and I could do concerts and things to promote my album. But like, I don't know if if let's say quarantine lasts, you know, however long, and then she's just like, you know what, screw it, I'm gonna. write and record another new album i think it would shorten this era because like now everyone's got nothing but time so yeah look at um look at ariana grande she like basically does she did um sweetener and then she all the drama happened with her with like pete davidson and everything so she's like she's like screw it i'm going to do thank you next next. and and she did but then she also kind of did that under just like one tour because i saw her on the sweetener she just did everything yeah. she had two albums under like one tour yeah. which wasn't it was a great it was a fun concert so definitely the, like just combined it but also that was just like she wanted to do that the difference is too is ariana doesn't have as much music as lady gaga does so like with lady gaga there's an expectation that she'll like play the hits and stuff um where not that ariana didn't have hits before sweetener but like she wasn't like a bona fide pop star until sweetener if that yeah. makes sense yeah um but yeah but let's keep on rolling along into your next song which was don't hold the wall by justin timberlake So this one's off. Um, I know it's off 2020. I forget if it's like part one or part two. It's all. It's, it's all. It's all one thing. So I think, I think what happened with me starting to listen to the song more is that I think I have a tendency sometimes if I just want to. I think I was playing a different song off the album and it just like rolled into this one. I was like, well, this is actually like a pretty, pretty catchy song. And you yeah. definitely got help that bit. I know Timbaland always does like all of his. Album. you definitely get you definitely hear that and i know he's like featured on the track so it's definitely just like a fun what i think is kind of interesting about this is like you know i really didn't like man of the woods and i i don't think filthy was a very good song either um but what i think is kind of interesting is this is a very similar track to like filthy in the sense that it's a little bit more like atmospheric a little bit more messy almost even like pop prog in a sense where like it's not so much him making a conscious pop song that's like catchy it's more him being like i'm making a atmospheric pop song that like you could just kind of put on in the background yeah, I mean, I again, I wasn't, I um, I wasn't that big of a fan of Man of the Woods as an album. I did see this tour though for yeah. Man of the Woods, which was definitely a fun show in general. And I also did see him on the twenty twenty right tours, which which were both good because he always puts on like a good which show. Which was better? Um, I would like to say twenty twenty. Uh, my seats were better for um Man for of Man of the Woods, but um. Because uh, for 2020, he had the um, like the stage go up and go like over the crowd right. type of thing. Versus, um, Man of the Woods was more of like a cakewalk, a cat catwalk. Like he had like, <laughs> but he had like the scent, like the center, because he had like 
the end where his band was and then but then it went to like the center which had a bar and it's which were like thousand dollar like seats i think they were like yeah. and then it went out to like the end and then off to like one side of the ga that he had for um i think rock your body he had like he went into the crowd for like that because he had the disco things from the um music video but yeah i mean it was just definitely just like a fun so again it's good for like a background one and also for um i think this one's definitely the longest song but yeah, I, think, yeah. I think 2020 he did like he did intentionally long songs yeah because i remember i was talking in um one of my media classes in undergrad we i think my teacher said something that like i'm not sure if it's all artists or people i think back in like the debt back like years ago people used to do much longer songs and then i guess they, they got shortened to like you know the three minutes three yeah. three and a half minutes but then someone in my class said like oh Justin Timberlake has started to do six, seven, eight-minute songs now. Right. Well, so what's kind of interesting about that, because I I do remember when this album dropped, I remember him talking about that, and his reasoning was, he was like, well, you know, bands like Led Zeppelin would do, like, seven- and eight-minute songs, and, like, they did. Uh, But, like, I think what's kind of interesting, like, I couldn't tell you a song off this album besides Mirrors, and like I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure mirrors. I've only ever heard the radio cut. Yeah, because I think I think a lot of them do have like the radio. Yeah. It's um because I know like let the group get in tunnel vision off like the top of my head at like the moment. Yeah. But yeah, so like it was just interesting that like that was his big selling point. But then like. Not that this album flopped because Mirrors especially was like a huge hit. Yeah. But like it's it's not nearly as talked about as like future sex love sounds or justified and things like that. Yeah, but I like it's it's definitely I like it and you definitely I think Man of the Woods was the from the songs I heard, people can correct me on it, that I felt like it was kind of the least like Timberland inspired because i feel like i I feel like i didn't get as like much yeah it was supposed to be kind of like a folktronic sort of thing and it just ended up being like kind of meh in my opinion yeah because even my co-worker my my co-worker mentioned she's like oh i listened to my way my way in it was just like okay yeah like Um, some like i like there's something that like off man of the woods because i um definitely again sometimes i just like have like on Spotify, like this is Justin Timberlake, and it's like all of his songs, right? Like off Man of the Woods, so like they come on some of them. Okay, like I love Say Something with Chris Stapleton. Really yeah, like that. that was the one that I remember liking the most. I forget what I'll have to revisit my review because I wrote a review of that when it first came out. Um, but yeah. Um, but let's keep on moving along into your next song, which was Crush, Crush, Crush by Paramore. of a throwback right there <laughs> mini throwback mini, mini mini very mini throwback i mean it, it, i wouldn't say it's much more of a throwback than uh actually i guess it is more of a throwback than the justin timberlake song um well like justin like 2020 came out in college like this came uh, out when we were in middle school that's true. middle middle school uh, so. it, tell- it, it feels like I, I remember this like album like everyone like loving in like seventh eighth grade I didn't pay attention to it then because I would only listen to heavy metal and in secret Bowling for Soup. <laughs> bowling for Mar- Bowling for Marilyn Manson. <laughs> uh, bowling for Soup. Uh, it has that pick hasn't aged very well. But uh, tell me about Crush, Crush, Crush. I don't know. I think I feel like it's definitely a little bit of that nostalgia. Yeah, me. just that. Just back to like that whole like punk pop era that we were very pop familiar. punk big pop. difference punk pop punk pop punk pop punk pop is avril lavigne pop punk is paramore pop, 
pop punk. It just reminds I just like a throwback to like that era when that was kind of you saw more like bands like Paramore were a little bit more popular. Paramore is still popular, but like I guess there was like kind of that era of Well, what's kind of funny now is at the time Paramore was just like they were like a good band that like played the warp tour and like I mean they every band that now is huge from that era, the the uh Panic at the Discos, Fallout Boys, they were kind of seen as like a little bit of a fluke. And now, like, Paramore is up there with like your Fallout Boys and Panic at the Discos, where like they played like the Barclays Center like two years ago. Yeah, didn't they also, didn't Paramore also do um, Radio City? Yes, yes, they did. Now, also, I felt like Crush, Crush, Crush out of like the songs I've heard off of Riot because I haven't heard the entire album. It's definitely like, to me, it's like the catchiest and. Yeah, it's up there. Uh, that one, Miracle's a good one. Um, have you listened to the more recent Paramore? Um, after? A little bit. I did um, Rose Colored Boy. Yeah. And then there was like another one off the album I'm kind of blanking on. I, I really enjoy After Laughter, but did you listen to the Haley Williams solo album? I might have listened to it like once. Like not at the album, but I think I listened to like one song. It's it's good to play it through because like there's there's some good stuff on there. Some of it hits, some of it doesn't, but like overall I I'd say it's worth checking out. I wouldn't go see Haley solo. But I, I do remember high school, she did that airplane song that was like everywhere. She did she did airplanes, which was a massive hit. Yep. I remember I, I've probably told this on this podcast before, but I remember that summer, the summer that Airplanes came out, so it was like 2010-ish, like maybe that from, song came out. from sophomore, sophomore year of high school. Yeah, that song might have dropped in like 2000, like late 2009 and like, but like a huge hit, massive hit. Yeah. Um, she sang the hook on it. And I remember Greg and I went to go see Kiss. <laughs> um, and... Kiss sometimes has amazing opening bands, and other times they do not. And the opening, they had three openers on this tour, and it was for this tour, Kiss was doing like a contest where like local bands would submit their demos, and then like Kiss, and by that, probably like their publicist or their manager would like pick like the four best. And then, like, people would vote either online or, like, at their local guitar center for, like, who they thought should open up, like, that date of the Kiss tour. So, like, there was always, like, a local and then the two bands that they were touring with. And the local was a band called the Dirty Pearls, who are awesome, like, very appropriate. Where, 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 where do you see them? Uh, Homdale, New Jersey. Uh, yeah. PNC? PNC. Um, and Dirty Pearls, I think, are a New York band, but, like, it's close enough, and, like... Yeah, I, they, used pass, I used to pass and go into, like, family down in Jersey. Yeah, they're, they were a very good opening band for Kiss. Like, it made a lot of sense. But then the other openers, I want to say, were... One was called Envy, who never heard anything else from, and the other was The Academy Is. <laughs> and, like... That's so, like, random, like, The Academy Is... The only song I know, I think I know I can say off the top of my head, and it's not even their song. I think is the singer, bring it. The, like, snakes the on a plane. Play, the snakes yeah. on the plane songs. I think yeah. he was like with Cobra it. Starship. That's the only one I knew. Uh, <laughs> only one I still know. I think someone. I think I was texting someone about the Academy as though, and she was like, "You should listen to their first album." And I was like, "Okay, maybe I will." Um, I haven't. Um, sorry <laughs> if she's listening, um, but so like been meaning to like give them a listen but like not appropriate for kiss yeah and then during a breakdown of a song uh the lead singer sang the hook so let me get the let me say this so the guy standing behind me greg and greg's dad was furious <laughs> at the opening band he hated them <laughs> he gave great commentary the whole time like 
two songs into Envy, he was like, you know, I saw Kiss in 1992 and fucking Pantera was opening. <laughs> um, and then, so like the Academy, so like it's that for the whole opening band sets. Um, and then um, the Academy is about halfway through their set, the lead singer sings the hook to Airplane. <laughs> Can you believe that? Can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky are like shooting stars? And this guy screams, it's a fucking rock and roll show. <laughs> and like, he wasn't wrong. That's not a rock song, but like, he was so mad. And at the time I was like, yeah, man, it is a rock and roll show. But like, I, now I'm just like, dude, why are you so angry? <laughs> Like you don't have to sit through the openers. Like when we saw when we saw Pat Panic at the disco, you missed like all of one of the openers. Yeah, <laughs> I missed all of both of the openers because merch line was. Uh, I would I'd never buy Panic at the Disco merch again. I don't think though. So I think like, that Ray experience kind of ruined it for you. <laughs> it's not that it ruined it. It's the fact that like they don't print merch that I would wear. You know. That's, like, my big thing now with merch is it has to be something I would wear. And, like, I'm just too grown up to wear, like, like I don't know, like, the stuff with, like, the weird triangles and stuff. I think I still have the, the blue shirt that you got for me because I know you'd, like, texted, like, pictures to me. <laughs> that one was, like, appropriate, though, too. Like, that's, like, more in line with, like, something that I would wear. I think it's also just I don't want the words panic at the disco on my body. Yeah, so I, I, I took your I took your death of a bachelor one. That's true. That was that was a cool T-shirt though. It's cool. I just was like, I'll never wear this. Yeah, I used, yeah, I used it as a sleep shirt. It's it's a good one. I I definitely recommend. Then, uh, it. then I also had I also got the um like the kinky boots one that they had. It's like I make these high heels work because I'm kinky. But you boots. got that one at Kinky Boots, right? I did get that one at Kinky Boots, yeah. And I think I, I think the when I saw them by myself on Pray for the Wicked, I got like a lanyard because that was the cheapest merch I can get. And that was the, oh, that was also because there was like I, there was so much like merch. There were so many yeah. like so many long lines, and I think I was just like walking around because I was like by myself, and then and there was found, like, there, like one. there was like a really short like merch line that had like. Like a like couple t-shirts you can buy and like some accessories. I just grabbed like the prices like pray for the wicked on it. I remember when we went with Eamon, um I went I went and looked at merch like on one of my beer runs while Panic was playing, and like they didn't have any shirts in the size he wanted. And oh I no! Was, did we did we buy one outside for him for like ten bucks? We bought him a bootleg outside for ten bucks. And I remember on the train, I'm like, just make sure it's spelt correctly. <laughs> That's true. But like, I don't, if you get a bootleg for ten bucks, like, I don't like the thing with with bootlegs is like they're all kind of shitty, and like they're shitty for the artists. But also, like, if you buy a bootleg at a Panic at the Disco show, it does not hurt Panic at the Disco one bit. Nope. It's like it's bands like like the Wonder Years that like their bread and butter is merch sales that like i feel bad for yeah but i'm like literally they can they're fine if you take the like instead of spending 45 dollars on like a t-shirt you save 35 dollars yeah and you buy 10 dollars but i also know um i'm not sure if the garden does this but i know the barclays has done it for bands like panic at the disco i think ariana grande had it that they, where they set up a merch booth outside Oh, where they where they they have like the store. Yeah, I've they seen have, like, that. Yeah, because I remember seeing that a couple times, like leaving the side entrances. They have like a store that's open like the day before, so that I guess yeah. some people can just buy merch and stuff. Like I've always wanted to do it, but I'm I'm working. I'm not, yeah, like, I was like I was like I'm not taking off from work to go buy a t-shirt. To go, to go buy it. If I had like the day off, it was like a weekend and like fine. But yeah, when I uh, yeah I thought about that. I want to say for like the misfits once, but didn't, but, um, yeah. Um, but let's keep on rolling along into your next song, which was boy with love featuring Halsey. Yeah. So by BTS. By BTS. So Yeah. 
originally this was like a last minute change because I originally had the Red Hat Chili Peppers on right. here, and then, and then like a day after I sent the list, I was like, I fell down a BTS hole. <laughs> so I was like, let, me, let me just switch. I'm like, the Red Hat Chili Peppers, they're fine. So yeah, so I was so, like, I switched it. So I just fell down a BTS hole. <laughs> so what do you like about this song? It's super catchy, and yeah. I know. 95% of it's in Korean. But I did I did I was, I was reading the translation, so Ooh. I read the trans- translations before it, but I, I just found it like really catchy and I was just like because for the longest time, like BTS, I was like, okay, like whatever. <laughs> I, was yeah. like, I, I never really got into K-pop. I I understood like the appeal of yeah. it. And I think I watched one I think I watched their Grand Central station performance like a while ago and I was like, oh they're talented. And then I was just like one night I was like they sell, out, they sell out arenas. Oh, they're talented. And they're like super talented. And it's like just a super like catchy song in general. So I just Yeah. I don't know. Just one thing led to another. And I was like, and then you got the text from me at like two o'clock in the morning. Not like two o'clock, but like you got the text from me like late yeah. at night. It's like I fell down the rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> I like I, I see the appeal of it. Like I know I'm I think I would be all like more more into them if i was like younger but i definitely do see the appeal because i started watching like black pink and yeah. like getting more into into it so i was like oh this is actually like talented and yeah i've i've been listening so like i've listened to a little bit of k-pop i'm not like the world's biggest k-pop fan and i'll say kind of the same thing I'd listened to this song before a couple of times because I think this was like a pretty big hit in its own right. And like, I think the thing is, is like, it just sounds like so much other bubblegum pop music that like, I get it and I can enjoy it, but I'm also like, this doesn't do a whole lot else for me. So, I don't know. You don't have to sell me on it. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to sell you on it because I know, again, I don't, I can see, it's one of those things is like, you know, I don't, I can see why they're super popular and like, I enjoy like the handful of songs I've listened to them by. And then I've watched like interviews with them on like Fallon and Corden and stuff. And they seem a lot of fun. And like, I watch things and they like come out and people like scream their heads off for them. So, and I can see why. Yeah. Definitely see why. I'm just, maybe I just, maybe I'm just not. I won't say I'm not in their demographic, so I feel like they appeal to like a very wide variety, like lots of people. Like I texted you the other day, like apparently their second biggest fan base in like I think is Latin America. I think that's one of their biggest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I just found it interesting. But I also I read something. I'm not sure how true it is, but they said something about these K-pop bands because the majority of their music is obviously in Korean. That people are starting to um, pick up on the Korean. Like, people are starting to, like, learn it more and, yeah. like, and, like understand it, which I, like... I think I that, that's cool. It's, like, a cool, like, learning tool. And I think that, like, even when, like... I think that, like, Spanish teachers when I was in high school would assign projects where people were, like, do a lip-sync video for, like, a song in Spanish because, like, you know that, like music is a good way to communicate with people. Yes. And I think also like especially if you're such like a fan like of the music that you kind of just want to know like what are they what saying? What they say. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I think when I looked up the lyrics they had the lyrics in Korean and they did then they did like the English translation. Yeah. Like they under- had they had it in like a bunch of different languages when I checked or like they had it in like, like the characters and then the the Yeah, language. like the Korean one. So it's like it's also just interesting because the um like, if we will read something in Spanish, we can, like, we can... See like, the letters. We, we can see the letters. I know, like, Koreans is a completely different language. I also, right. find, I also find that interesting that people are able to... Figure want it to, out. Try to like, figure it out and want to try, try, try to translate it. So it is, yeah. like, a cool, like... Because I remember, like, the one... I think, like, the leader of the group for bts because the one that always because his english is the best out of all of theirs he said he learned english because his mom got him friends on dvd and that's how he just learned it because i think he said he watched it all in korean and then he watched it i think with subtitles 
English subtitles yeah. and he watched it all in English. Right. So I think Corden or Fallon joked around with him saying like, oh, did you just go around saying we were on a break? That's like the big line from Friends. So yeah, I think it's just... Um, I know it's, it's the big line from Friends. What? I know it's the big line from Friends. <laughs> no, I think it's also just interesting. Uh, like, again, with the whole like people trying to translate it. So I think that's pretty... Cool. So it's definitely. Yeah. I, I understand that's a huge market, K-pop, just in general. Because yeah. I, I had friends in college that were just constantly. Well, like about it. Yeah, when we were when we were like in college and high school, it was a niche, and now it's mainstream, which is interesting. Yeah, because like you now now we have like you know Halsey and like more like the American yeah. artists, like the English speaking artists. Yeah. Like, and now like kind of featuring it on it it's definitely just interesting because i know there's like j-pop which is like japanese pop yeah. and i think there's like different so it's interesting that's coming more into like the mainstream yeah. like over here um yeah but let's uh bring this on home with your last song which is teeth by five seconds of summer i know only thing that's burning when the nights grow cold Can't look away, can't look away Beg you to stay, beg you to stay, yeah Sometimes you're a stranger in my bed Don't know if you love me or you want me dead Push me away, push me away Then beg me to stay, beg me to stay, yeah Kill me in the morning to apologize I never really got into Five Seconds of Summer. Like, I like Young Blood, which is, like, catchy. And then this song would come on since when I would go into, like, the times I have to go into, like, the office to um, do things. That I would just, if I'm alone in the office, I just throw on, like, a Panic at the Disco or, like, follow up right. with My Heart Radio. And I just let it do Funny. its thing. And then this song, this song would come on, and I'm like, wow, this song is actually, like, super catchy. And I actually like it so and also i know five seconds of summer is like a little bit more well i use the term like rock very loosely because everyone well, i want to say like because they use actual like instruments they used to, uh, yeah, they used to. Here, here's the issue i have with five seconds of summer as a whole when they first came out um with what's the out the she's so perfect I I thought that was a really fun, good pop song for what it was. And, like, you know, I was like, okay, cool. They're obviously, like, into the pop punk stuff, like the Green Days, the State yeah. Champs, um, you know, all-time low, shit like that. Um, even though they were a boy band and, like, opening for One Direction, I, like, I, I was not fooled by the fact that they were a boy band, like, playing pop punk. Um, but then when... Young Blood came out. It was they went through the Brennan Yuri transition, where like they went from being like, "Oh, we're a rock band" to "We are a pop band," and I was like, "I, I hate this." <laughs> um, and like with the most recent album, this is the song that I like the most from it because it's the most rock song and i didn't realize that tom morello played guitar on it um which is cool but like uh, i just have a lot of problems like i said this is like the one that i like the most but like yeah and i'm not really sure um i know this was used on the soundtrack for 13 reasons why i've only read the book of 13 reasons why so i'm not really sure what the direction of the i never watched the tv show and i'm not really sure what the direction um, of their soundtrack it's... It, my understanding is it's suicide is a good thing. I read the book. I know. I read, I read the book, so, but I know I heard mixed things about the TV show, so I'm not really sure if. I'm not sure how this song, like, plays into the TV show, or if it's just like a, they just, like, compiled a whole bunch of songs for the soundtrack. Right. Um, yeah, what's kind of. Yeah, it's. I, like I said, I had no idea that it was on the soundtrack. I, I, to be totally honest, only knew this song because when I was doing my album roundups, um, which this week, the week that we're recording this, is the last one that we're doing ever, um, RIP. But um, it's like, 
I was like, this is super cool. Uh, I was, uh, I was like, okay, well we should do the five seconds of summer. And then as I was writing it and I was listening to the singles, I was like, oh, okay. This is definitely the song I want to highlight. It is not something that I necessarily enjoy, but like, I was like, this is the one that stands out to me. And when you texted me, like, you should check out this song. I was like, checked it out. Boom. Yeah. Here's the column. Because I was like, out of probably all the five seconds of summer I know, which is very, 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 I can count the amount of fingers that have yeah. my in my hand. I was like, he would probably actually somewhat like this one. Yeah. And I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I think that, like, if this was, if I was, like, if I had two radio stations and I could flip between pop radio and commercials or something i don't know uh for the sake of this comparison and this song came on i wouldn't flip to the commercials yeah i mean it's definitely just again i don't don't, again i don't really know much about from five seconds to summer i did know they opened for one direction i don't know which tour they did but yeah um, and i know young blood i think she's so pretty and this one perfect 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 see that shows how much i know um She's kind of hot is a pretty good song. I know that one too. That it's one's fun. fun. Um, and they haven't. They have one that like it's not great, but in the bridge they keep singing like Green Day's on the radio, and it's <laughs> like oh cool fun. And I only knew that one because Green Day Authority posted about it. <laughs> okay, so out of all of these songs, which one was your favorite, and which one was your least favorite? <laughs> Oh, this is something that people don't ever ask me on this podcast, Jax. This is, oh, I don't like this. You don't or you do? I don't. So, hmm. Okay, so favorite has got to be Crush, Crush, Crush. Okay. Um, uh, But, like, I liked that one going into this, so, like, it's kind of cheating. If if we're going to go with, like, things I didn't know or didn't... Okay, take out Crush, 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 because I feel like out of all of these bands, you probably like Paramore probably the most. The most. So the one I like best, I'll I'll either give it to Teeth or Axe. Teeth or Axe. Okay. Um, And the one I like least... I feel like I got to give to Boy With Love just because, like, because of the language barrier, really. Like, I also just feel like it's not your style, too. I don't know. I love pop music. I like, I listen to uh, Carly Rae, my girl, dropped an album today um, of, like, B-sides, and I, I listen to the shit out of that thing. I always feel like you always you were always like a Carly Rae person. You always, um, I wasn't with her first album when Emotion dropped. I checked it out and I enjoyed it. Um, and her most recent album is also very good. So, but isn't she like? Is she like pop pop or is she more like alternative pop or like how would you like class? I don't, is she, I don't, I don't feel like she's like straight like pop pop. She no, I'd say she is straight pop it's just that she hasn't i don't know she doesn't get a big break she's very like emotional she's not see when i think of like alternative type pop i think of someone like like lord or like even like billy eilish except now they're all both incredibly popular if i'm thinking if i'm thinking alternative pop maybe someone like halsey Halsey. Halsey. And like there she's on kind of the same level as Carly Rae Jepsen. But like you know, where like she is like like Halsey's mentioned like the Wonder Years and in interviews and like she was obviously a like pop punk kid growing up and like you know, don't get me wrong, Carly Rae might have also liked that stuff too. But like I feel like it shows less in her music besides the fact that it's like thoughtful and good. Gotcha. So yeah, I, I recommend that uh, Carly Rae Jepsen record. But I am excited to listen to the new, I'm not like, again, I'm not like, I think I texted you the other day saying like, cause I think yesterday that Lord is coming out with a new album. Like I yeah. know I'm not the biggest Lord fan, but I like what I've heard from her. So I'm excited for her. Um, Melodrama is very good. I think that like, 
if she's done, because I didn't read her like letter, if she's done, the new album will be very good. And I feel like she'll just drop it, excuse me, unexpectedly. So I think I said something like, um, I think the article I was reading said with Lord, I guess it was talking about Lord's her album that she like did melodrama and then she just kind of like disappeared. Disappeared. So and everyone's like, you have everyone's like, how can you drop this amazing album? And then Well, she dropped melodrama and then she toured behind it. It wasn't like she completely disappeared. Yeah. But like, yeah, but I mean, like, that's what pop stars kind of do to some extent. Not always, but like you know, Rihanna hasn't done shit since Anti. And, like, people are saying maybe Rihanna will drop something. Maybe Beyonce will. Who really but I know, But I know, like, a lot of people are saying, like, Rihanna really released her new album. She's kind of, like, no. Like, she doesn't want, like, like she is, like, kind of acknowledged it. But also, she's, she has, like, her makeup line and she also has her lingerie line. So I know she's focusing on, like, all their things. Now, it seems like... Yeah. It seems like music is not her, like, what she wants to do right now. Yeah. We'll wait and see. Figure we'll it out. Because, I mean, I, I, the, song, the stuff I've heard out of Rihanna, I really, really liked, but... Yeah. But I know, I did see, um, you have Apple Music, right? Yeah. I know, like, like, they dropped, like, a Lady Gaga dropped, like, an interview on it. I only got a couple, some clips on it, I guess. Oh, I haven't checked it out. Yeah, it's, like, an interview she did with, I don't know who it was. Zane Lowe. Yeah. Yeah. He, so, cause, he, cause she, cause she, he does all the stuff with Apple Music now. Yeah, so, like, she, um, I wasn't sure if he saw it or not, but she posted, like, a little bit of it, I guess, just talking about the new album, probably. I, like, so, to be totally honest, like, sometimes I do watch them, but I don't love Zane Lowe's interviews, but that that's just me. Um, but, yeah, Jax, I hate to cut you off, but I haven't eaten dinner yet. That's totally, it's totally fine. Um, but so. do you, do you have anything you want to plug? No. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I figured I'd no, ask. No, no, because it's like, you know, I don't, yeah, just, I hope just everyone stays safe. Yeah. Everyone wears their masks. And you technically work in healthcare. So, you know, you're a hero. I do. I do HR for the healthcare system for the support system to my lovely offices to our doctors and nurses and technicians for the specialties. It's pediatrics. So just everyone to stay safe. And that's all I can say right now. If I, I don't really have anything to plug at the moment. Dope, I'm gonna. Dirty, but you love so sweet. Talk so pretty, but in my life sometimes when i look at you i see my wife and you turn into somebody i don't know and you push me away push me away yeah